Hi there, and welcome back to episode 13 on A Crack of Clarity. If you're new here, my name is Elizabeth, and I am actually recording this as a true introduction to the meat and potatoes of today's podcast. And I just want to preface and say that uh, I apologize for the change in sound quality that you're going to hear between what you're hearing right now and the actual the actual juice of what I'm going to talk about today in the podcast. But it I recorded this in a place where I didn't have access to utilize my good microphone, if you will, but I'm working on being able to have another microphone that is a little more portable for when inspiration strikes and I can record and still have good quality of sound to reach you all. So with that in mind, here is today's episode. I was going back and looking at my Instagram story archives from about a couple of years ago. And it was when I was in like the peak time of trying to work on becoming an online fitness coach. I was doing an internship. I was trying to push a lot of content out on social media related to educating people on training while also sharing my own story within preparing for a bodybuilding competition and really starting that for the first time and and just trying to share a lot of that portion of my life. As I was going back, I also noticed that I was sharing stuff about my work as a nurse and and little stresses of of life in that regard and stuff about the dog and and all that, just little, little pieces of my life here and there. But by and large, the majority of the content that I was sharing was related to training in the gym and enhancing gym performance, not with drugs. I don't mean that. (laughs) Um, I just mean like really learning how to get your form on lockdown and push intensity within a set and really, really push your body and see what you're made of. Now, I've been working with two mentors for about a year and a half now, and a very big concept and theme to a lot of the work that I've had to unravel within myself is this habitual pattern of inauthenticity. And, you know, I'm thinking about it today and I'm, and I'm reflecting on a conversation that I had with someone very close to me who has said numerous times over the last 18 months that you've changed, you've changed, you've changed. And then at one point she asked me, was it all a lie? Was everything that I know about you a lie? The most simple answer is yes, it was a lie. But it wasn't an intentional lie. I myself have seen so many messages about wanting people to be more authentic. And we just want more authenticity out there. I want to see people being more authentic. And I think we really oversimplify what authenticity is. I'm not here saying it's this complex thing, but what is in the way of people really being their true authentic selves is complicated. It's complicated and it takes a long time and a lot of intentional work to truly understand what has gotten in the way 
of you being your most authentic self. Because at this point, it's not a conscious choice. You know, when she asked me, was it all a lie? I immediately felt like guilty, like I had done something wrong. But no, the lie wasn't intentional. I wasn't conscious of it. I had no idea what was happening during that time. I was showing up as authentically as I thought I could. I thought that I was sharing, you know, exactly how I felt. And I thought I was just doing my best to be myself. And so when you realize that what lies in the way of you being your most authentic self is simply a habitual pattern of expressing yourself in a way that you think is going to get you love, acceptance, acknowledgement, and just basically allow yourself to be seen and heard by others. Because I think about it and I'm like, you know, this isn't a habit that I decided I wanted to pick up. The the habit of not being my most authentic self, I didn't sign up for that. This isn't something that I chose. And to really work with two people for the last 18 months and see just how deep and pervasive this habit can be to where I truly feel like I have to wear a different face or a different mask depending on who I'm interacting with, who's going to be listening, that I have to somehow change the way that I express myself in order to be seen and understood by others. Just like I didn't decide one day, you know what, I'm going to start putting on these different masks and different faces when I go out into the world every day. And, and I'm going to call that my authentic self. I didn't, I didn't choose to do that. It was built up over time. And it really was in reaction to and protection from all of the little tiny moments where maybe I was my most vulnerable self with somebody. Maybe I shared something that felt deep and personal to me. And it got rejected by the person I was expressing to. Or I felt very hurt in one way or another by their response to my vulnerability. Maybe it was built around the so many times where I would express how much I love something to somebody. And just, you know, a fervent, passionate, like, oh my god, this really lights me on fire and I love it so much. and. To them, they're like, oh yeah, that's cool. It, maybe I that very dismissive feeling and just wanting to share that feeling with someone else and wanting someone else to feel as passionately as I do about something and then not getting that response. It's like, well, you know, it, it was something that got stored away within me and I used it as evidence to say, well, I'm not, I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to be careful the next time I really share how much I love someone or something to someone else. I'm going to be careful next time about who I talk to my, who I talk to and share, you know, my deep 
struggles with, my deep pains, my deep frustrations and confusion with. I'm going to hold that back. I'm going to hold that back because it's just been too many times now where it's been unsafe to do that. It's been unsafe emotionally to do that. If you want people to be more authentic, if you yourself want to be more authentic, you have to understand that at this day and age, it takes an immense amount of courage to do that. It takes an enormous amount of courage to say, I love this, or I feel this way about something, and to truly own that. Because for so long, maybe you have wanted to say those things to someone else, say those things to a group of people, but you've held that back. You've held that back because all you can think about is all of the times where you've done that in the past and you've been shut down, you haven't been heard, maybe you've been laughed at, maybe you've been bullied. And so now you've molded yourself into a person you think is just going to be able to to get by in this world and you know have some have some friends have some acquaintances but really only able to keep things at a superficial level even though at your core you know deep down that you have very deep passions about things that you have feelings that aren't always like easily expressed but that doesn't mean that you should hold them back because of the struggle in expressing them and maybe not understanding what words you want to use or the way you want to explain something to somebody. It takes so much work and bravery and courage to be able to walk about in this world as your authentic self. To stand behind the things that you love or the things that cause you so much pain, cause you so much fear, and say, you know what, no matter what this other person responds to me when I share this, no matter what these other people may think about what I have to say about this, I can't hold it back anymore because this is who I am. This is who I am and I have to own everything that I am, every little thing that I am. I have to create a level of safety within me to know that if somebody, you know, cocks their eyebrow a certain way after I say something that I believe in, that that's not, it's not a sneer against me. It's not enough to knock me down anymore. Because I've done enough of that. I've done enough of hiding and speaking timidly, speaking softly just so I wouldn't step on anyone's toes, just so I would get the love and acceptance from others that I so desperately want as a human being. I do. I, I, want, I want that good group of friends. I want that one person. I want my person. I want my family to love me and understand me. It got to the point where I said to my two coaches, I said, you know, I am very confused about my identity. And I feel very unsafe to express how confused I am about my identity. I have no idea who I am. 
And I don't know how I got to this place. I don't know how all of this happened. I don't know how I have completely detached myself from my sense of self. And it's like, it doesn't all happen in one big swoop. These are tiny little habits that we pick up over the course of our entire lives to protect us from feeling the pain of rejection. That it'll get to the point where it's like, I'll, I'll do anything. I'll pay any price to not feel rejected. I'll pay any price because I don't see that the true value that I would feel, the true value actually lies in me saying exactly how I feel and meaning exactly what I say. And that's what it got to the point. I got to the point with my two coaches and I said, you know what, this is what I want. I want to be able to say what I mean and mean what I say. I can tell you for a fact right now that the way that I'm speaking now and the way that I show up in the world now is nothing compared to how I've showed up for the majority of my life. I have never felt so, so rooted in my ability to speak up in a situation, to speak up on a podcast to speak up to the people who have caused me a lot of pain in my lifetime, to speak up to strangers who used to intimidate me because I felt as though they were another species than I was. And so to be able to stand here now and say, this is me. This is me to my fullest extent that I know myself right now. And it feels amazing. It feels amazing to be able to say what I mean and mean what I say. But boy, it is not easy and it has not been easy to get to this point right now. It is not easy to take off all of the masks that you feel you've had to wear in order to survive in this world. It's not going to be easy to lay down those shields. I really want to get this message out here that authenticity takes fucking courage. Authenticity takes a courage that is not just given to you by somebody else. It's something that you seize. It's something that you give your permission to yourself to harness and say, God damn it, this is who I am. This is me in everything, in all aspects. All of it together, everything that I've ever experienced in life, the full spectrum of human emotion, this is all of it right here, right now. This is going to wrap up this episode on A Crack of Clarity, and I hope you guys really enjoyed the message I had to share with you today. And if you are curious about the two coaches that I work with, I feel like it's important to share their information. I'm going to drop that in the show notes. I've been working with Grant Ziok and Celeste Bonin for the last... The last like I said, 18 months. And I, I will sit right here and tell you that none of this, none of this would have been possible. None of this would have been in my realm for something that I would do with my life had it not been for them to truly hold up the mirror, help me hold up the mirror to myself, really look at myself, really see myself and push past everything that has been in the way of my authenticity. I I cannot say enough good things about them and I probably am feeling 
so many things that, like I said, are just sometimes it's just hard to put into words. So I hope you guys are having a great week so far, and I cannot wait to connect with you in next week's episode.